Hello everyone, welcome back to Ramble with Jules. This is Jules here. Oh my god, it is really, really hot in the UK. We have been going through a heat wave and I'm upstairs in my room. I have to keep my windows closed just in case of background noise and there's no fan in the room. So, but I'll be okay though. Um, but yeah, it's a struggle, even though, and it sucks because the rest of this week is going to be really thundery and rainy. It's my birthday on fucking Friday. I wish this sun stayed, but like, it was a bit cooler and less muggy and horrible. Um, anyway, apart, so today I'll be talking about self-love, self-care and kind of I don't know the kind of myths about it and the nuances that can come around it and basically so maybe about like a month ago or maybe even longer than that I saw this tweet that really I don't know like changed my perspective on what self-love could mean it went I don't have I can't find the exact quote but it basically went along the lines of um self-love isn't the girly y'all think she is i know it's really cringy as a brit for me to say y'all but please just ignore that um and saying oh she basically kind of said you know you can't move forward in life without a community and while self-love is important you kind of need other people to get that self-love and i don't know it's just kind of a bit kind of mind boggling and like eye-opening um because i don't know i think especially on like especially in recent years with internet discourse it we're very much pushed self-love but i guess in this episode i'm going to be talking about i don't know are those arguments a bit flawed um and yeah people in the were replying saying yes this and like um you can't really get anywhere being alone and and yeah being alone isn't worth it and you need that community um and saying and other people were kind of saying that you know people kind of say oh you have to love oh yeah people kind of have this kind there's this like throw around quote saying you have to love yourself first before loving someone else and a lot of people were kind of arguing that you know it's perfectly normal and natural to want validation there's no shame in wanting and needing validation and i don't know i do agree with that and that was kind of mind eye-opening as well I don't know because I guess it is kind of true and we shouldn't I do agree we shouldn't be shamed for wanting validation like it is like a normal want because kind of talking about myself like I mean this is the thing like people it, I'm just thinking of that um scene in about a boy and when Hugh Grant's character talks to him at the end like well Nicholas Holt's character um, when that school pay and he was saying i don't know it was kind of like about depending on and wanting to help other people because that boy's mother was like mentally ill and Hugh Grant's character said something i can't remember it off the top of my head but he was kind of saying oh people that you love and depend on can like um basically can disappoint you and let you down as well and 
I don't know. Yeah, I guess even though that's an important thing to take, keep note of, like, I yeah, is with self-esteem, even though you shouldn't depend on other people to boost your self-esteem. We can't deny that the people that we have in our lives and our communities around us impact our self-esteem really greatly. And I don't know, I well, with this pandemic, with like certain people, I don't know, I kind of came to the realisation that certain people in my life are not very good for my self-esteem. And I don't know, self-love is important, but I don't know, I guess debate is like I don't know can you really love yourself that much if you don't have a good community around you um there's a lot about that tweet I kind of disagree with and don't quite I don't know I get what she's saying and I'm open to what she's saying but I don't know there's some things I don't agree with I can't really pin it down anymore but um well, I guess, I don't know, I kind of felt like there was this, she was kind of dismissing self-love and I think, I think it is important to have some kind of form of self-love. Um, it just kind of makes me think of um, RuPaul's quote. I mean, there's so many variations on this, kind of like the one I said before, but just at the end of RuPaul's Drag Race when he goes and if you can't love yourself how in the hell can you love somebody else and I don't know I guess a lot of recent discourse on the internet is kind of debating that and I don't know I guess this kind of idea that even if you don't love yourself you do deserve love from other people regardless and I 100% think that's true um, but I don't know, I kind of feel a bit wary of completely disagreeing with that line because I do think, I mean, in my personal opinion, I th I think self-love, self-actualization is very hard for people to achieve and not many people necessarily have that or unfortunately will ever have that. Um, but I think, but I do think it's a little bit too far or like really sad and worrying when people despise themselves. Like not just like, oh, like being aware of your flaws and like being insecure or something or, um, but like genuinely do not like themselves. I like have nothing nice to say. Like, but yeah, basically have nothing nice or good to say about themselves. And obviously that's really, really sad. And, you know, everybody, most people have kind of felt that like that in some way. I mean, to be honest, for myself, this past year, even though there's loads of good things I can say about myself, I, I don't know, I kind of came to the realisation I'm not very, like, my the voice in my head and, like, the way I think about myself is not very kind. And I don't necessarily th say kind things to myself and I think I blame myself too quickly um but I don't know but I there's another kind of discourse on TikTok I guess that I don't know I guess red flags in like dating and friendships about people who are like really insecure about themselves and 
I think this is some like a topic I'm going to go into greater detail, like maybe in another episode, or I don't know, have too much self-deprecating humour, and it's it's a hard one. Um, because you know insecure people well so many people are insecure and like you know insecure people with baggage or whatever you know deserve amazing friendships and like um and relationships but i guess the problem is uh, i don't know i do kind of think i do personally think if you don't love yourself or there is some like intense like intense self-hatred and you don't have anything good to say i don't know you kind of i don't think you're necessarily going to love people in a very healthy way and i think some people especially insecure people i've probably i've probably been there in the past like kind of i don't know kind of rely on people to kind of can be a bit codependent and kind of rely on people to like will put their self-worth and self-esteem in the hands of another person that's not healthy and yeah very kind of concerning and i guess i don't know well not to like i don't know sound like transactional because you know insecure people you know who don't have anything good to say about themselves can be obviously can be amazing partners amazing friends but i do think I don't know like friendships and relationships they should like they should add benefits to both parties and I don't know I think it can sometimes be quite draining being around someone that hates themselves that much and is because if they don't have anything good to say about themselves there is this possibility that they're quite pessimistic and see the glass half empty and there's nothing wrong with being a bit more on the pessimistic side uh, well mm, but after a time it can get very draining to be around and yeah with the self-deprecating humor i put for me with like navigating relationships and meeting new people i that too much self-deprecating humor is actually now a red flag for me um you, you know with the, with millennials gen z growing up into thousands in the 90s that kind of was the main humor we were exposed to and i think a lot of people have that's rubbed off on a lot of people and people have just picked that up but and there's nothing wrong with being occasionally self-deprecating but when it becomes when it's just all the time and it's constant it just it gets depressing quite frankly and it's quite draining and i do think sometimes in some cases people kind of use self-deprecation as like a using it as like a quirky character trait and i don't know kind of i think when it gets to that it's a bit performative as well and it's just like are you being authentic with me um and i personally like in the last few like few years have really really tried to resolve or really try to not be self-deprecating or even just like humble and you know just if i've done something amazing if i've achieved something just just say it how it is and be proud of myself and i don't know don't have to like be relatable or like um quirky or like down to earth by like 
underplaying things by like being self-deprecating you know um yeah it's a tough one um because i don't know yeah like being around an insecure person like isn't like all oh, like insecure people aren't like red flags for me at all because like i'm well to be honest i'm still quite insecure for the most part and um you know a lot of people are but i think it can i don't know especially people who don't like who don't have anything nice to say and don't actually treat themselves nicely and with kindness and i don't, in some cases and in some individuals it's not always the case that can rub off and transfer onto you and they might try and like put you down or like i don't know say if you've had this really like like amazing achievement and they don't celebrate with you and you can kind of get this negative kind of envious kind of energy from them i think it is perfectly natural to be jealous and envious of people especially if like your life isn't going to plan or how you'd like it to and then someone you're close to is really successful i've been i've been there like it can sometimes be like ah oh but i will but I always try and push past that and, you know, celebrate with, with a friend. But it is worrying and concerning for people that don't do that. And I've, I have seen and I've experienced a lot of, especially like female friendships where, I don't know, an insecure person, say, who's not very, um, very who's very insecure about their looks and like they kind of, give these like jabs to their female friends kind of putting them down to kind of make themselves feel better and yeah that's the thing I think the problem is with the lack of self-love and self-worth yeah I, I it just it impacts how you love people and how you show love to other people and I think sometimes when that happens especially with achievement things I think some people it hasn't really happened to me but like some people feel very wary talking about their achievements with certain people because they're just like, oh, I feel kind of a bit guilty. Like, I don't want them to like feel shit about themselves. It's just like other people's feelings are not your responsibility. And it's like if your life is going well and you achieve something you're proud of, like you don't have to like sh like dull it down for other people for their own sake. And yeah, just I don't know. I do think. I don't know, I'm not entirely sure if I agree with some of the discourses that are going, well, the discourse that's going on, like, well, like tweets and discourse that's kind of similar to the tweet I talked about before, because I think we can't ignore the fact that people who, they don't have to love themselves, but if they despise themselves, are they necessarily going to be a great friend or partner to you? And I think that's something we always have to keep in mind. But having said that, though, I think I'm going to, yeah, kind of split this into two parts. I do think with self-love and self-care, especially recently in our capitalistic, individualistic society, I do think it can teeter on being a bit kind of selfish at times. I think... Uh, not all the time but there have been a few times like again internet discourse where I see these posts that just I don't know just aren't 
very helpful or just have this like selfish tinge to them um because say again with like insecure or friends you know suffering with mental health whilst i do agree people's you know mental health and feelings are not your responsibility and you are perfectly in your rights to step away from people if you kind of feel a bit drained by them and again this is something i'm probably going to talk about a lot like no one wants to be the therapy friend i have been guilty of like positioning people in that well as that kind of friend and i've well maybe sometimes been that friend and to other people have that dynamic and yeah therapist friends is it's just friend well therapist friendships is just not a healthy dynamic at all and it's very draining it's kind of formed on trauma bonding actually this is a bit of a divergence but i actually um because i'm in therapy and i actually realized i mean i hope this is the case but i think i don't know i think with my friends i do think my conversations are a little bit more positive and kind of healthy i mean for, for the most part but because i think what's the like difficult stuff i talk about i try and delegate that with my time with my therapist and kind of i don't know try and like not do that too much with my friends at the moment um but yeah going back to what i was saying before even though yeah trauma dumping you know friendships aren't healthy and you deserve boundaries even with like yeah you deserve boundaries with close with loved ones but i do think sometimes i don't know people just again with that community thing i think people maybe sometimes aren't really looking out for each other as much as we can and i don't know yeah kind of i mean well i get again with um well a few weeks ago with the pandemic i think that has impacted a lot of friendships and how we can support each other because obviously it was a very draining traumatic time and people were well literally were isolated well for the most part and so we had to like take time to heal ourselves and have a lot of self-care and have boundaries socializing but unfortunately maybe sometimes a lot of friends issues or problems were like going under the rug and carpet and yeah i do agree with that community part aspect of that tweet i think sometimes we're conflating self-love self-care and like all these boundaries as self-preservation and whilst that is definitely really important i think sometimes people are going too far and they're neglecting they're neglecting their community and the people their loved ones um and i think we have to be careful with that and it's hard but i think it's kind of like striking the balance of taking care of yourself and knowing like how capable and able you are to help others and well this is the thing again people who don't who absolutely despise themselves and hate themselves do they actually have the capacity to care and support other people and you know a lot of times in those kind of dynamics it, the friendship become, friendship or relationship becomes really one-sided and resentment starts to grow um it's that balance of like caring for yourself and caring for others with 
with boundaries of course boundaries are very important again something i'm probably gonna bring up a lot <laughs> in this um throughout this uh, uh podcast um and also i guess with capitalism um this is more like the self-care kind of thing i've noticed this a lot with beauty brands i mean this is hardly like revolutionary what i'm talking about but like this whole thing because i follow a lot of beauty brands on instagram a lot of them is like take care of yourself have that bubble bath have that you know have that um get that face mask get this 40 pound face mask that we you know that we sell that's infused with um I don't know, licorice or something. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but you get the gist. And that's not actually self-care. That's more self-soothing. But I think because we're overworked and, you know, well, obviously we could, hopefully coming out of a pandemic, you know, is very, we live in a very stressful, like, world where there's no time to kind of pause. But I think a lot of brands have exploited that and kind of, I don't know the self care angle and yeah I don't think that's I think it's kind of exploitative it's not true self care like um obviously don't get me wrong like bubble baths I I love a good steaming bubble bath it just it makes me think of um the hormone monster from Big Mouth which got bubble bath um, and you know I think all of that stuff is great but also. I don't know self-care can also look like eating well going to the gym and you know literally taking care of yourself and uh, or more seriously like with interpersonal relationships like walking away or cutting off people that that harm your mental health self-care can't just be slapped on it's just like oh this like frivolous kind of uh treat for yourself kind of thing um yeah so that's kind of yeah basically what i believe and what my stance is on that and i just feel like you can't i mean no one i think it's very again it's rare with the self that people actually achieve like full full like self-love self-actualization but i think you can't love healthily and effectively without having some form of self-love like in some kind of capacity um with love uh i'm not sure i've only recently heard about this but the kind of love languages and even though it's not quite the same um but yeah i did the test and what was it i think yeah physical quality time um quality time and words of affirmation were really really high um actually i think words of affirmation were the highest for me like i don't know saying something like oh i love you or well done you did really well like that is how i get loved the best and then quality time and physical touch um came second i think gift giving and acts of service were really really low i don't remember which one was lower i think it could have been gift giving even though yeah this is strange even though that's not really what i, I do love gifts you know it's my birthday coming up very soon <laughs> um but i don't know i guess compared to other people i'm not super super into gifts but i i love giving gifts for other people and i feel like i don't know say it's like someone's 
birthday and no one has given them a present i'll be the one to give them a present and a card well if i can but and you know yeah and i well i was listening to courtney daniella's podcast to my sisters and she and her friend renee uh, were talking in a recent episode because they had some episodes on self-love and love languages and um relationships and they were kind of saying that you know a lot of the time people's priorities in love languages will be very different to you so say if i was with someone like like dating a relationship with someone with who was very very high on acts of service even though that's quite low for me like i should be mindful of that and like try and like i don't know if they're at work or coming home late from work like making dinner for them or like um doing laundry for them or doing their laundry for them though i am not like with a feminism angle i am not a maid i will <laughs> never be a maid for anyone but you know like you know uh equal kind of helping hands in a relationship um and they were kind of saying that you won't get it right every time especially if they are quite different and you will have to compromise um but something they said i really liked and was quite um yeah revolutionary um they were kind of saying like with the way with your love language styles like with self-love do that to yourself and they gave these examples and because mine is words of affirmation they were saying like write a love letter to yourself and that sounds so lovely and i'm kind of almost shocked i've never done that before and i don't know i think maybe i'll give that a go i feel like i i wouldn't want to be like cringy and like i don't know go to far with it but then again i guess i could ask why do i think that's cringy writing a love letter to myself um and they were giving examples like um like if you really value quality time like take yourself out on like a, like a day oh my god i this is so random i love but because i quite like my own company i love giving myself like my like dates for myself like i remember this is so i don't know back in the summer of 2019 because i was gonna head off to nepal for for volunteering and i could have the could have had the option to get my visa just at the airport or i could get it in advance and pay for it at at the embassy like nepalese embassy which is in notting hill and i went there and oh my god i had such a nice day i had a day out for myself oh my god one of my most favorite memories i went to portobello market i went to that bookshop they use in notting hill the film obviously i had yummy food oh my god i was so happy that day and again again with going back with um self-love obviously some people don't enjoy being on their own as much as others and that's completely fine i well obviously this pandemic has been really horrible for me and others and i did i have not enjoyed being on alone on my own for very much for such a long time um but i do think you you do have to enjoy your own company and like be okay having time alone to yourself um i don't know or otherwise yeah you're always going to be like looking for someone companionship or someone that always has to be with you and that's fine that's absolutely normal and like it, it you know it'll add so 
most of the time it adds so much to your life having someone else with you but i do think there is that risk of like what if this person's really horrible what if they like disappoint me and then i don't know you kind of set yourself up for disappointment and it's i i don't know it's kind of like in my mind it's just like it's always nice to know that you have yourself to fall back on basically that's basically how i see it um yeah and well with gift giving like treating yourself buying something again like it kind of taps in with that capitalistic kind of thing but you know what like if you've had like a really great achievement and you want to get that louis vuitton bag you get it well if you have the means to do so but yeah i don't know you shouldn't limit yourself basically yeah i don't really know what else to say about about this but yeah that's kind of what i think of the topic um what do you guys think do you think what do you think about these like discourses about self-love and self-care and stuff and do you agree with some of the stuff i said do you not agree um let me know um i hope you enjoyed that and thought that was kind of uh eye-opening in some kind of way um yeah, I'll see you next week. Bye.